To love something is to take it as a part of yourself. It is an experience more than it could ever be a concept. When you love something, you pull it close to you and you include it as you. It is a movement inherently towards oneness. Now, there is more to this universe than oneness, but for the sake of this discussion, let's take oneness as the ultimate truth of this universe. separate things in the world, but this perception is an illusion. We are all comprised of the same energy that is merely expressing itself as different things. This energy is not only infinite, it also has consciousness. Now this consciousness we have been calling Source or God, but you, me, we are all indivisible from it. This means we are part of all things in existence, and all things in existence are part of us. To understand more about this, watch my video titled, What is Love? Trust cannot be accomplished without love. To trust is to rely upon somebody else to take us as part of them, so as to take our best interests as part of their best interests, to the degree that we can rely upon them to capitalize on our best interests. So here we have trust and love, the two highest pillars of a relationship, both completely dependent upon our capacity to take somebody as part of ourselves so as to see, feel, hear, and really understand them. The highest practice of all practices is this practice. And believe me, it is the hardest practice of all when someone else is not acting as if we are a part of them, when they are hurting us, pushing us away, or doing something of the like. But here's the thing. If we are going to commit to this practice, which is the golden key of relationships, we have got to commit to taking other people as part of ourselves to an aggressive degree. Let me explain. When it comes to other people, regardless of whether it's somebody who is currently taking our best interests as part of their own, or whether it is somebody who is not, meaning somebody who's taking us as part of them, or somebody who's acting as if we are completely separate and if there's nothing affecting them in us suffering, we still have to do the same thing, which is to take on the perspective that we are like Source. That means everything in existence, including what you call your enemy, is in fact a part of you. So it is to, in that moment, expand your self-concept wider so that part of you, your temporal self, and them are like two parts within the greater you. So I'm going to do a demonstration a little bit about how this will feel. When you're taking this perspective, say this is a person, this is a terrible drawing, that's you, you're going to expand wide enough to imagine that this person who is opposed to you, right there, and you, your temporal self, are two parts within you. So no matter what, you cannot get rid of any of these aspects of you, and both of their best interests are your best interests. You're going to take on this perspective before you take any action or speak any words to them. There is an assumption that if we do this, we're going to self-sacrifice or give ourselves up in some way, but this is not the case, because to do that is to not take yourself, your temporal self, as part of yourself. Sometimes incompatibility exists. When this is the case, loving someone and creating further closeness and integration with them might be to let them separate in the physical dimension. 
is a bit like trying to force two magnets face the wrong way together. The forcing of them to be compatible in the form we want them to be compatible in is like forcing a bird to swim or a fish to fly. It is to enhance the suffering and polarization and even opposition between them. To understand more about this, watch my video titled Incompatibility, a Harsh Reality in Relationships. When we are living in this time-space reality where we perceive ourselves due to being stuck essentially in this temporal self, we perceive ourselves to be separate, a separate self separate from other things, separate from the universe at large, and so it's easy for us to slip into the illusion that it's possible for us to do something detrimental to someone else and to not feel any impact within ourselves. It is not actually reality, but it is easy to slip into this when we're in denial of reality, which is, of course, oneness. Obviously, if we look at reality through the lens of reality, which is oneness, we actually can't have our best interests be completely separate from someone else's best interests, ultimately, even if our temporal best interests seem to oppose someone else's best interests. When this is the case, we have to take a serious look at changes we need to make in life so that both of our best interests can be served. When we start doing this, when we take other people as part of ourselves, what happens is we start to see a change in the way that we think about those people and those things. We start to see a change in the way we communicate with them. We start to see a change in our actions that we take relative to them and towards them. Any time that we can spend really seeing, feeling, hearing, and fully understanding someone else, that means separate of our own filter of what we think about the other person from our limited temporal perspective is well worth it. It's important to not be fooled by the idea that conflict resolution can be achieved through finding balance between opposing things. This is not the case, and it is especially not the case when we have two parts within us, whether it's two parts within you literally or another person and you within the world, which is ultimately you. To understand more about this, I encourage you to watch my video titled Fuck Balance. We cannot impose our idea of what resolution should look like and our limited ideas about how to create resolution. We must fully adopt the perspective of the other person being part of us in order to see the true path to any resolution or the true action taken from a place of love. So this means the golden key in relationships is to take somebody as if they are a part of you. That is the perspective you're gonna take so that any action, any thought, any words are gonna come from that space. So here's my suggestion and here's your practice. Before you do anything, you're going to ask yourself the questions. Number one, am I thinking of this person from love? If he, she, or it were part of me, how would I think about him, her, or it? Two, am I communicating with this person from love? If he, she, or it were a part of me, how would I communicate with him, her, or it? Three, am I acting towards this person from love? If he, she, or it were a part of me, how would I act towards him, her, or it? You will not be able to do this perfectly. That's why we call it a practice. It is extremely difficult. Even with people who you are really, really good friends and even partners with to do this practice, much less to do it with somebody who is actively hurting you. But it is this practice that is the golden key in relationships, and it is this practice that's going to transform your world completely. Have a good week.